Hello and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this is John Oliver. I'm Steven. I am Nick. I'm Annette. If you if you keep talking back to me, Nicholas, I'm going to turn your mic down. <laughs> Go ahead. Say something. Did you catch... <laughs> did you catch the hearing today? Did I catch what? I'm not playing <laughs> your game. Did I catch the hearing today? Yeah. You're being a real Bill Barr right now. I caught... Ooh, segue. That's a new saying. I caught it on my mobile phone. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was just watching the hearing on my mobile phone. So, so while this I was hearing, e-shopping. this <laughs> this hearing was in the Senate. Um, the House wants to. They plan to have a hearing today, um, and it's and Bill Barr is not going to show up tomorrow. The leader of the Judiciary Committee is Jerry Nadler. Is it Nadler? Nadler. Nadley. What's your thought on Jerry Nadley? How do you feel about him? I don't know. I haven't seen him talk much. He just seems like the guy that like is doing the thing where he talks about how outrageous all the procedural stuff is that people don't really care about, but somebody mm-hmm. has to do it. Do you know what he looks like? Yeah. What if I were to tell you... His th- collar is always really tight. What if I were to tell you that, that, that this was him back in the day? Oh, wow, yeah. And he lost like over 100 pounds. Good for him. Isn't that Good crazy? Yeah, I think Trump used to call him back when he was a private citizen. Trump used to call him Fat Jerry. That was his nickname for him, and now now he's the one yeah. in charge of the investigation against him. So, <laughs> so so it's perfect. Yeah, then that's kind of a turnaround. Sweet, sweet revenge. <laughs> yeah, no, no, good boy's gonna get his comeuppance now. Good for him, though. I, the, I, I actually like Jerry Neller. I think he's doing a good job with what he's doing. Where's he from? New York. What part of New York? Brooklyn. What borough? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder how many. Um, is there one person per borough? You think? I, I think there is, yeah. Or do you think they split it up? Even? Well, no, because some girls have like 2 million people. Yeah, okay, well... Brooklyn. I know what's-her-name is from the Bronx, AOC. But like parts of Brooklyn too, right? Or no, parts of like one other borough. Maybe. I'd look it up, but that's but that's getting, you know... Interesting. <laughs> yeah, distracted. So, so um, this hearing happened today. It was a hearing on primarily regarding the Mueller report. Um, in the Senate Judiciary Committee, and led by Lindsey Graham, who, like, I got to tell you, s- some switch flipped in him. I, I don't know what happened. It's called the 2020 <laughs> Republican primary <laughs> yeah. for the for a Senate election. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, and and Bill Barr had a had a just a wild testimony. Um, what what interests you most about this? this whole ordeal the whole Mueller report and and um russia investigation what interests me most yeah some of the details are kind of funny on like how no no i mean like the more of like the alleged downfall of the democracy (laughs) (laughs) not the comedy aspect of it well i don't know it's just it's just like corruption you know what i'm saying yeah it's what what what, what interests me the most about the, the, this whole saga, and I get that like many Americans might not really care about it, but it's really fun and interesting, and like wow when you watch reports and movies about Watergate and how everything happened then, and you're like wow I like like what a different time like a crazy time to be alive during that, and it's interesting because we're watching um, situations similar unfold like in real time of all this happening. 
I don't think similar though because it's not going to lead to like a downfall. Well, it's similar as like like we're going through a moment in history, like something that's going to be like written about in the textbooks. Just How much do you think they're actually going to write about the Russia thing? I mean, it was probably the most consequential and the biggest like investigation in Japan in modern history that we can think about. I'd say like the Bill Clinton one might have been more consequential. I I guess I mean more consequential because that didn't amount to anything, um, uh, you know, really other than. Um, he had an affair with an intern, but it, it amounted to his impeachment and Republicans losing the midterms in 1998. That's true, and arguably Gore losing the election in 2000. Okay, b- sure. In my opinion, this is more consequential, though. What do um, you think it affects in the long run? I I just think it's a crazy moment in history, something that that the, that the, they're going to make movies about, and that there's going to be like do- documentaries about this whole situation. So anyway, that's. That's why watching all this is, is 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 really interesting to me because we're literally watching different scenes in in the movie about this, you know, ten years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, so so during this hearing, um, the the hearing was scheduled for a long time, and last night the New York Times reported that Mueller sent a letter to Bill Barr, I believe, um, end of March, saying that. And it, it was signed by Mueller, not his staff, saying that that we that I am um, not satisfied with how you handled the investigation, or, or just sorry, how you handled your your summary. And I can pull it up here um, and read some parts, because it, it's it's very very out of character for for what Mueller does. Um, he could have just called Barr. He could have. Um, you know, didn't talk to him in person call, about if he, it. If he called Barr, or talked to him in person, no one would know. Or and 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 that's the point. Is is why did he feel the need to write a letter and to memorialize his? Well, I think um, he wanted opinion. the public to see, right? Which yes, but 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 that's crazy. Why why he would think about doing that? Um, unless he thought that what Barr was doing was so out of step that he wanted to get his opinion on the record, right? For it, right? Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Well, I feel like just Mueller isn't. He does, you know, he, he's not investigating anymore. He doesn't have to really like be that biased person that's unbiased person that's standing on the sidelines as much, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't turn into a James Comey though. Well, I'm sure he won't. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I mean, I'm I'm part of the few who actually kind of feel bad for Comey, and thought that he was put like in a really tough position, and and really tried to do the the best that he could given the circumstances. But he <laughs> he was giving out like tweets in real time during the testimony today, and like wrote like an op ed. Um, but but anyway, back to this what letter. If he runs. <laughs> oh God, yeah, he he's in like the Jeff Flake category. Is everybody has an excuse to hate him? Horrible. I know. Um, but so. So this is what the letter stated is, um, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's only a page, so it's easy to find online. But it said, the summary letter that the department sent to Congress released to the public um, did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of the office's work and conclusions. Um, we communicated that concern to you in the morning of March 25th. Um, now there's public confusion about critical aspects of the results of the investigation, and it threatens to undermine the central purpose for which the department appointed the special counsel to assure full and public confidence 
in the outcome of the investigations. He he. I, go- I, I'm not that outraged by Barr and what he did, because I think he um he got caught, like he really got caught, and any objective person would say he's biased, and he doesn't have much credibility and he misled people. And but see, that's what's outrageous is I think that like just really this this um, presidential administration being the first one I've ever followed in my entire life. I don't really know what the norms are just because I haven't really like seen, I guess what a normal presidential administration would look like. Um, And it's hard to remember that the attorney general does not work for the president. Um, And the attorney general as Democrats are alleging acting as the president's defense attorney um, is hugely out of step and in, in, well, it's weird for the president to be investigated. It's not normal for the president to be investigated anyway. I mean, the system's so messed up that the person that the president hires is also responsible for defending him. I mean, or, or, I'm sorry, the person is also responsible for overseeing the investigation and can't end up defending him. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It, it's a crazy system. But anyway, uh, Mueller did um, give Barr in this with this letter summaries that he intended Barr to release to the public, um, which which Barr chose not to do. Oh, interesting. Did he yeah. release that in the letter? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it says up here. Um, it says... Did, did Barr redact those summaries or no? No, no, no. Mueller already... Here it says, the enclosed documents are in a form that can be... This is a quote from the letter. Are in a form that can be released to the public consistent with legal, with legal requirements. I am requesting that you provide these materials to Congress and authorize their public release at this time which Barr chose not to do and didn't have a good answer on why he chose not to do it today. Um, and one of the most consequential aspects of this letter coming out is during his last testimony to the House, he was asked directly, um, were you ever made aware of Mueller's, um, of how he felt about your four-page letter? And Barr said, no, um, we never spoke about it. And did they speak about it? They, that- yeah, yeah, well, this letter came out. And then afterwards, Barr, actually, he testified today that he met with Mueller and, and, and talked to him about, you know, why, why did you send this letter? What did you mean exactly? So, so I mean, it's, it looks like he honestly lied to Congress about that. Um, that's, that's what Democrats are alleging, at least. Um, he's, he's saying that, that or I might be misquoting him, but but essentially what he said is I was never made aware of his opinion on what I did. And then what does Mueller say? In in the letter? Yeah, about making aware of his opinion. Well, well, he, I mean, he was saying that um, he he said that your Mar- your March twenty fourth letter did not fully capture the context, nature, and substance of this office's work and conclusions. Right, but did he? Did Mueller say in his letter that he spoke to Barr about it? No, because the they spoke after the letter. Okay. The spoke was a re- the speaking was a response to the letter. So so that's why this letter is such a big deal. Is it is because it th- so so then how did he lie then? Like where did Barr lie again? If you could clarify. Because at the time of the hearing, this letter had already come out, and he'd already spoken to Mueller about it, and somebody asked him, um, in you know, basically, did you, um, were you ever made aware of Mueller's opinion on, on what you did? And he said, no, I was never aware of that. Even though the letter was out already? No, the letter wasn't out yet. This but, was the, but the, he spoke to Mueller. Yes. 
No, 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 no. The letter wasn't public yet. This letter was dated um, March 27th. It, oh, it, I see. So ye, it was a private letter given yeah, the bar. How do, how do we have it now? Well, the New York Times reported on it last night, and then I believe the Department of Justice released it this morning um, av- after the report came out. I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I didn't make that clear, this letter was written a month ago. So what kind of summaries do you think he's talking about? Um, well, the summaries were actually in the report. Um, there, there's about 19 pages. It was, it was the summaries in, you know, that were in the report. He also said in that same hearing um, that, that he doesn't believe, you know, the previous hearing, that he doesn't believe that um, there's any part of it that he can just release without um, having to scrub through first, which also seems factually incorrect because Mueller said that I've already done that work for you and I'm urging you to you release said it was these. In the, you said it was in the report. Yeah. But he released the report. He did. And so he released the summaries? Yeah, eventually. But three weeks later, where, where Mueller wanted him to, to release the, that you know, as soon as possible in, instead of his four-page letter instead. Does that make sense? He was confused on why... If I gave you these summaries to release, why did you not do those and write your own letter instead? Right. What, what was the purpose of that? Um, so, so, so that was... That's that whole thing. Um, well, it doesn't even work in his self-interest again because he just got caught. Yeah, I know. I mean, does it work in your self-interest to mislead somebody, get caught doing it? Yeah, it's... Or just not mislead them? Even though people will still probably believe his original statement, I think he loses more credibility than he gets. Uh, I, I I, mean, I think he does too, but I don't really see anybody... It, it, it's hard to think people can even change their minds at this point. You know, it, it seems like... After this hearing, if you didn't like Barr going into it, you still don't like him, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, but but now he was also supposed to testify in front of the House tomorrow, um, which will obviously be a much more, I guess, more enemy territory since the it's led by Democrats there. Um, and and a lot of times, what happens in these um, hearings is that you have each congressman gets five minutes to ask their questions, and it goes back and you know back and forth, and then afterwards you have. Um, staff attorneys who there's one for each side and they each get 30 minutes to, to ask a question 30 minutes not broken up um and the reason why democrats are arguing that that's important is they can um you can cross-examine a witness more when you have more time to ask follow-up questions because when you only have five questions either side can filibuster the entire time which is always what happens i have a question just going back to the other thing sure kind of i'm thinking about it why did Barr? So Mueller said, why didn't you just release the summaries at least yes. after Barr sent out his four-page letter? Yes. Then he said, you can re- release them right away. You don't have to scrub through them. Yep. But Barr takes three weeks, scrubs through everything, and releases the full, unredact- or full report. Yeah. Well, why would he release the summaries and then release the report? Why not just release the whole report at once? Well, because he did have to scrub through the report. But he didn't scrub through the summaries, right? He still released the summaries unredacted. No, he, he well, he never released the summaries until he released the full report. And were the reports was the report scrubbed through at all? Was it redacted? The redact? when I when he says scrub through, I take that as him meaning I have to see what I have to redact from the Mueller report. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the report was redacted. Was the summary redacted? I I don't believe so. No. So do you think he might have just wanted to release the summary with the full report instead of waiting to release both of them at different times? I mean that. That that's definitely a possibility. I don't know why. I I don't know why he would write a letter instead of releasing the summaries. Write his own interpretation of it instead of also releasing the summaries, unless he wanted well, to. I, I think that's bad. 
But yeah. I think afterward, what was he supposed to do? Like, what? I guess afterward, the three week thing that might be like a deflection he could do. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's what he's trying to make. That's his argument. Is that I didn't want to piece this thing out. I just wanted to get it all out at once. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's his argument. Um, but but I mean, obviously, essentially, what he wanted to say is that um, the Department of Justice didn't find that Trump committed any crimes. So we're not charging Trump. That's that seems like that's the message he wanted to get out there, which is Bar- why which is why Barr wanted to get out there, which is why he wrote his own summary, in instead of releasing Mueller's, because Mueller's is very bad, on Trump, um, and Barr's was very super light mm-hmm. and good for him. So, um, but, but yeah. Anyway, going back to the um, House meeting that that was supposed to happen tomorrow, is um, Barr said that I'm not going to come unless. If if a staff attorney is going to be asking me questions, you know I don't want to one want to do that. Um, Jerry Nadler of the Judiciary Committee said um, we're not going to let the witness tell us how to hold our own hearing. Um, so Barr's not going to show up to it, and and that was just released today. So they're actually going to hold the hearing tomorrow with an empty chair, <laughs> in case he in wants terms to come. Of what? In 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 terms of Democrats and Republicans just yelling at each other. So they're all just gonna grandstand. Ugh. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's gonna happen. But what 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 they're actually gonna do? They they they've already issued a subpoena for the report. Um, I think it was due today. It's it's not coming. The other unredacted report. Um. So today he was talking about, um, giving them a couple more days to sort things out. If that doesn't happen, he's probably going to. Um, hold the Department of Justice in contempt of Congress, which I think sounds a lot cooler than it actually is. Um, but then it goes to a court, and then they can try and compel the subpoena, and it's just you know it, it's it's this big process. Mm-hmm. And one more thing we learned today that's super interesting is there's a good chance M- Mueller will be testifying in front of the House May fifteenth. Crazy. That will be interesting. Yeah. I wonder if he'll give his like opinions on things or yeah. he'll remain on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's gonna say. It's it's it seems like it's not set in stone now, but the sides are kinda coming to an agreement on that date. It's pretty soon too. Yeah, two weeks. So so that's kind of what, what happened today. I had a question. Is there like a penalty for not um following a subpoena order? Nope. No. I mean you you could get taken to court and then the court has to um judge on whether the subpoena is is legal or not and then the court can compel you to do it and if you don't do it you can get imprisoned or fined so what is a subpoena a a subpoena is just a document that asks for something so it's a legal document let's say you have something that i need for for you know my, my my own legal needs um it's me asking that from you that's what it is, but but it's it's legal in the sense where if you don't um, abide by it, um, then we can challenge it in court. Mm. So, okay. yeah. Well, cool. Does anybody have any closing statements? I don't think so. Do you have any more? Do you have anything to add about the? I think the more this is in the news cycle, the worse it'll be for Trump, just because it's just negative news. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time. It's kind of finding that right balance where Democrats that are running right now, it's not a big enough news story where they really have to comment on it because it's a little out of their wheelhouse. They like to stick to more kitchen table issues that people care more about. But at the same time, it's something for like cable news to talk about that makes Trump look bad. So I think it's in the best interest 
of Trump to kind of get this all done as quick as possible. It's the best interest of Democrats mm-hmm. to drag it on as long as possible. I I think so too. I I wish more Americans cared about this because it's like really important. Like the you know it's like kind of watching like all the traditions and like customs of our presidency and in our country just literally being burned. But I mean the consequence is just in there. It's just you know he it hurts his chances of getting reelected. It it does, but it's making a lot of people think this is okay. I mean, won't you be scared if Trump is this real real you know, likable guy that's doing actually like some good policies, but he's also doing this corrupt stuff. And then people forgive and they reelect him because he's likable. Yeah. No, That'd be even worse. I think, and also if this were, you know, in four years, the same exact thing happened and it was Democrats. Yeah. I th- I'm sure the Republicans that were, f- that are for it now would be yeah. against it then. You, you know, you're, you're probably right. And, and opinions can change. I just hope that people don't um, come away from this thinking that, you know, that that this is all okay behavior. Mm-hmm. That's all I think about. There was, we we can go over it maybe later. But there was some some really good back and forth. If you guys are listening, uh, maybe pull up a YouTube of of some of the hearing because yeah, it was just get a YouTube <laughs> disc on there. It was very compelling. Yeah. Well, Annette, do you have any final words? <laughs> um, who's gonna play Trump in the movie about this? Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Cool. The best choice. <laughs> I think the movie should be called Individual One. <laughs> <laughs> Spy thriller. It's a political all right. thriller. Well, thank you all for listening. We hope you have a great, wonderful night. Bye, everybody. <laughs>